Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. God is so good. We need to follow His principle. I would like to tonight teach you about the Holy Spirit. The Lord spoke to me that the subject of the Holy Spirit is very important subject that we all need to understand and also have faith in this subject. We need to learn how to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and I believe that the revelation. An understanding in your heart will keep growing and expanding, so that you can fellowship with the Holy Spirit in a very deeper way. Let us pray, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, that we can learn about the third part of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, Father. You sent the Holy Spirit to be with us, to be on us, and to be with us, and He is our best. Intimate friend, and we want to learn about the Holy Spirit, who is our wonderful counselor, and we want to know Him more, and we want to build relationship with Him. Therefore, tonight we ask you, Lord, to teach us, to show us who the Holy Spirit is to us, Lord, and every one of us will know Him more, will have deeper. An intimate fellowship with Him. We thank you, Father, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. As believers, it's so important for all of us to know our God. In fact, the best person in the whole universe that we should know and we should have relationship with is our God. We should know our Father. We should know our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, and we should know the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God. He is the living God. He is not just an object or energy, or he is not just a force. He is the person. He is God. And so many Christians don't even know about the Holy Spirit and don't have relationship with the Holy Spirit. But in this age, we are living in the age of walking with the Holy Spirit every single day, 24 hours a day. When I sit in my office talking to my patients all day long, I was connecting to the Holy Spirit, and I was listening to Him. And asking him to tell me what I need to do in the situation of my patient. When I perform surgery, I connected a fellowship with the Holy Spirit all the time, so that the Holy Spirit can help me to perform a successful operation. It's so important to really know Him and have fellowship with Him and walk with Him every day. And as we get to know Him more, we are hungry for Him. We can experience His tangible presence, and His touch, His power, and His wisdom, His guidance more and more. 
and we need to grow in this area. We grow in the area of walking with the Spirit of God. We need to have the passion to know Him. If we don't have the passion to know Him, we will ignore Him all the time. In this sermon, I want to really inspire you and encourage you to have the passion, to have a desire, to long to know the Holy Spirit. As I mentioned, He's the best person that you should know of and you should fellowship with. Man can disappoint you. Man can make mistakes. Your friends can walk away from you. They can even cheat you. They can borrow your money and don't return. And they can talk to you in such a way that you get discouraged. But the best friend that you should know of, he is the Holy Spirit. We should really have an intimate relationship with him. And we should long to be in his presence and to have more of him in our life. And as we know him more, we will experience more of the miracles, more of the power of God, more of the wisdom, the guidance, the grace, the favor. And we need to be hungry for the manifestation of the Holy Spirit upon our life. And then we can feel His touch, His voice on the inside of us. And we can feel His guidance. We can follow Him every day. We need to be hungry for the Spirit of God. I know that it's so hard to teach this kind of teaching in America because we have everything. We have credit card. We have good social security system. We have nice car. We have all kinds of material in America that we say, I'm fine. I'm not hungry. I'm not thirsty for anything because my life is fine. I'm okay. But if you teach about this in a third world country where people really suffer, they need God. They will be hungry. They need, they long for their, their passion for the help of God. Therefore, the third world country Christians tend to be more hungry for the Holy Spirit than the very civilized world that people have everything they need in their life. I even myself need to stir up myself every day to be hungry, to be thirsty for the living water. And when we have the spiritual thirst, we will draw the living water from heaven. It's like a siphon. When we draw the siphon, the water will run out from one container down into the another container. We need to be like siphon, hungry and thirsty for the Spirit of the Lord. The Lord promises us that He will fill the hungry. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 44, verse 3. This is the promise of the Lord. We need to do our part if we want to have more of the Holy Spirit. If we want to experience His power, His grace, His wisdom, His help. In Isaiah 44, verse 3, For I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit. Water means the Holy Spirit. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring. 
And after you experience the outpouring, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, what happened to you? What comes with the Holy Spirit? And my blessing on your descendants. When the Holy Spirit comes and fills us, He will bring the blessing of Abraham upon us as well. He will bring heaven on earth here. The Holy Spirit is God. Who is in heaven? Who make heaven heaven? Huh? You don't know the answer? No one answer me. What make heaven heaven? King David? Paul? Who make heaven heaven? Is there sickness in heaven? Is there poverty in heaven? Is there curse in heaven? Do you need any chiropractor in heaven? Do you need a surgeon in heaven? Can coronavirus be in heaven? No. Heaven is perfect, full of life, full of health, full of prosperity, full of energy, full of the blessing. And who make heaven heaven? God. And who is the Holy Spirit? God on the earth. The Father is on the throne in heaven. The Lord Jesus Christ is at the right hand of the Father. The third part of God, of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit is on earth. So the key to bring heaven on earth is to know the Holy Spirit, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to welcome the Holy Spirit, to walk with the Spirit, to learn how to walk under the tangible anointing of the presence of the Holy Spirit. And when the Spirit of God lives in you and manifests in you, you learn how to walk with Him, how to bring Him into your life to work with you and through you. Your life will be like heaven on earth. Are you excited about that? I preach this from my own experience. I really see that since I've been searching and hungry for the Holy Spirit since 19, I start to searching for the Holy Spirit in around 1995, 1994. And since that day, I was really pursuing the Holy Spirit. I noticed that my life, my home, my family, we feel that the heaven is with us all the time. Everywhere we go, we go with heaven because the Holy Spirit is the one who make heaven happen on earth here. And when the Holy Spirit comes, the blessing will come. Not only on us, but it will go down to our children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren to the thousand generations. The key is to have the Holy Spirit, know how to work with the Holy Spirit, know how to walk with the Holy Spirit. Many Christians on this planet Earth are very empty. They go to church for one hour, one and a half hours, sing a few songs, listen to 15-minute sermon, and they go home. And they have no idea about the Holy Spirit. They're so dry on the inside of them. Even though they have the Holy Spirit already by being born again, but they don't know how to 
really be filled with the Holy Spirit and walk with the fullness and the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And the only way to resolve that problem is that they need to be hungry, thirsty, and learn and get to know the Holy Spirit who is on the inside of them. But how about Christians who are spirit-filled, like many of you, who speak in tongue, who have been touched by the fire of God? And sometimes we get drunk in the Holy Spirit. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. Should we say, I have enough? Oh, I have arrived. I'm okay now. I don't need to be thirsty and hungry for the Spirit anymore. No. We should be hungry and thirsty for more of the Holy Spirit. Amen? For two reasons. Number one, my personal reason, I want to have a 99.99% of the measure of the Holy Spirit compared to Jesus. The Bible says Jesus has the Spirit without measure. He has unlimited wisdom, unlimited power, unlimited knowledge, unlimited gifts. I want to be like Jesus as much as I can. So I'm still hungry because I may have only 10% of Jesus right now, maybe 5%. I still have more room for infilling of the Holy Spirit inside me. My goal is that I want to really receive more Holy Spirit in me to the point that every sick person come around me and I pray for them. They shall be healed. No if and or but. Actually, lately I met so many patients. Today I met one. Two days ago I met another one. And when I look at them, I know that medicine cannot help. They have pain and suffering from trauma that they treat for 10 years. Some of them have 10 years of treatment, surgery, that they're still in pain. And I even talk to them that, you know, Mrs. So-and-so, Mr. So-and-so, you need a miracle from God. I told them that way. You really need a miracle. I want to have more Holy Spirit so that when I pray for my patients, they can be healed 100% of them all the time. We need more. How many people want to pray for people and receive 100% answer? How many people want to have the anointing that you can do anything like Jesus did? You can cast any demon out. Amen? Hallelujah. How many people want to have more faith? Who gives you faith? The Holy Spirit. Every good thing that you should have is given to us through the Holy Spirit. The Father is the giver. He wants to give good things to us. He wants to give good things, blessing, wisdom, grace, power, anointing, gifts. He wants to give us every good thing. But we can ask Him in the name of Jesus. But who is the agent that brings all those things to us? The Holy Spirit. That's why we need to get to know the Father and we need to really know the Lord Jesus and we need to really learn how to walk with the Holy Spirit because He is the agent who brought every good thing to our life. 
Amen. We need to be hungry. We need to yearn to know the Lord and we yield to Him so that we can experience His power and His work in our life. We need to have passion. Everyone say passion. We need to yearn and have a strong desire to know the Holy Spirit. And then what happened? We can experience more of His guidance, more of His grace, more of His power and His touch in our life. We want more of Him. Amen? So, if you love Him, you will draw near to Him and you want to receive Him more. And when you draw and you ask and you say, Lord, I'm thirsty. Give me. I'm hungry and thirsty. And I yield to you. The Lord will fulfill Isaiah 44. He say again, I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground and I will pour my spirit on your offering. We need to yearn, ask, yield, and surrender and ask for the Holy Spirit. In order to do that, we need to get to know the Holy Spirit, who He is. I mean, you to understand this. The Holy Spirit is the living God. He is not an energy or influence or object. He is the living God. He is like a person. He can understand you. He can perceive what you're doing and what you think and what you say. He can perceive and he can communicate. He has emotion like you and me. He has the will like you and me. He can make decision what to do like you and me. And he has wisdom. He can move. He can perform miracle. And we can communicate with him. We can talk to him and he can talk back to us. He can hear us and he can speak to us and we can hear him as well. So he is able to give love to you. He is able to give faith to you. He is able to give power to you. And he is also able to receive love from you. Do you love the Holy Spirit? Can he say, wow, I'm impressed with this man, this woman. He loved me so much. He's hungry for me. Can the Holy Spirit be impressed with you? He has feeling. He knows what's going on. He knows whether you love him or not. You yield to him or not. He knows everything. So you need to make decision every day. Holy Spirit, I love you. I yield to you. I'm going to follow you. Whatever you say, I will do it. The Holy Spirit is the most beautiful, precious, the most powerful, the most loving person that you should fellowship with. He's the best person in your life. He is with you right now and in you right now. You need to be aware of Him. He's the best friend, best intimate friend. Your friend 
may disappear. Your friend may say bye bye to you. He has to go to vacation for seven days. He's not around, or he has to go somewhere. But the Holy Spirit is with you 24/7. Let me repeat one more time: the Holy Spirit is the best person, the best friend, the most beautiful, the most powerful, the most precious. Loving, gracious, merciful, forgiving, and generous friend of you and me. Should we have relationship with him? Should we get to know him? Can we grow in this relationship? Amen. He is our. Wonderful, intimate friend. He is our constant, twenty-four-seven companion. He is our powerful, mighty helper and counselor. He is the source of God's power in our life. He is the source of every good thing in our life. He receives all the good things from the Father, and He provides all those things for us. That's why we need to walk with the Holy Spirit all the time. I never go into the operating room without the Holy Spirit and without fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. Every time I step up to teach, every time I read the Bible, I type my sermon. I was talking to the Holy Spirit all the time. Sometimes He talks so fast that I have to type quickly. Sometimes I was walking in the hospital. And the Lord spoke to me about something in the Bible, and He said, "You need to share with the church." Oh, I tell you, I I have to keep my mind like I need to remember. I need to remember this. And when I come home, sometimes my wife didn't understand me because I come home, I hurry to my computer, and she look at me. What are you doing? You come home, you should kiss me first. But why you run to the computer? I tell you, the reason I run to the computer because I'm afraid I forget. What he tell me, so I run it, type, 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 type in before I forget, because he's the best teacher. He's the best provider. He will tell you what to do, and he can give you the gift and the anointing. And we need to know him more every day. We need to grow in the knowledge of the Holy Spirit. And when we really know him, we will not be the same again. Our life will never be the same again. Amen. You can talk to him, listen to him, be guided by him, empowered by him, and he can flow in you and work in you, and he work through you. This is how the Holy Spirit works. He works in you first, so that he can work through you to bless people around. You, amen. He can give you words of wisdom, words of knowledge. He can give you understanding and what to say. He can help you to resolve the problem with your car, with your computer. He is the knowledge, the all-knowing God. Amen. The Holy Spirit want to fellowship with us. He is our companion. Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen, t 
the Bible say, "May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ." I like this scripture very much. Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen, and the love of God. God loves us. The Father loves us. That's why He sent Jesus Christ into the world, and Jesus Christ is the manifestation of the grace of God. Because even though we don't deserve to be healed, to be set free from poverty, to be set free from demon, we don't deserve. But because of His grace, we can be healed. We can be delivered. We can be set free from curses and bondages, and also poverty by the grace of Jesus Christ. But how about the Holy Spirit? We come to Jesus, depend on the grace of God. We come to God, the Father, and we say, "God, you love me, you care for me." But when we come to the Holy Spirit, what do we do? And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The Holy Spirit is with us. We need to fellowship with Him. What does it mean, fellowship? It means build close friendship. It means companionship, to be together. For example, when I see my patient, what is your name? My name is Phil Humphrey. For example, Phil Humphrey. Hi, Phil. How are you doing? What's going on with your back? Tell me. I write it down. Can I see your MRI? Okay, Phil. I will send you to have another test to see what I can do for you. Bye bye. See you next time. That is not fellowship. That is just working, talking. But fellowship is like this. Hi, Phil. After I finish work, should we go out to have dinner together? Let's talk. How are you doing? Go to dinner. Talk. Oh, I'm fine. What's going on with your life? How is your wife? How is your children? Are you going to travel somewhere? Talk. Spend time. Have dinner together. Fellowship. Fellowship is more than just hi, how are you? Shake hand and done. We talk, we communicate, we listen, we share life, eat together, spend time together, cry together, laugh together. That is fellowship. We need to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and when we have the close fellowship with the Holy Spirit, He will show us all things. He would teach us and show us so wonderful. He's all-knowing God. He will show us who the Father is. He will show us who the Lord Jesus is. He can even show us who I am. How many people don't even know who they are, and they don't even know what their their gifts are. They don't know their calling. But the Holy Spirit will reveal to you who you are. What is your calling? What you can do, and what the Father want to do with you? He can reveal anything. He is on your side, and he can tell you about everything around you and in you, and in heaven as well. He will help you to understand the Bible. When you read the Bible, he will enable you to draw the truth out of the Bible. And understand the Bible in a deeper way. One passage of the Scripture you might have read one thousand times, and you just read nothing. But one day, the Holy Spirit shines the light into your spirit, 
And when you read the same passage, it's like, who? The letter in the Bible just jump out and you see and you understand the deep things of God that you never understood before. He will reveal the secret things of God in the Bible. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 to 10 and 12. However, it is written, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who loved him. How many people love God here? Oh, thank God. If you love God, God say, I have something that other people in the world don't know, don't conceive, don't understand. I prepare for you to know. But God has revealed it to us by Pastor Lau, by Pastor Caesar, by who? By His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. The Holy Spirit revealed the deep things of God. He made you understand. Sometimes I have to admit to you, I'm very surprised how this man, Pastor Lau, who never went to the Bible school, can understand a lot of things in the Bible supernaturally. When I read the Bible, he showed me. He, he just teach me. Actually, one, a few people talked to me that I'm glad that you don't go to Bible school because there are so many wrong teaching in the Bible school. And if you learn from Bible school, you may have received that wrong teaching. For example, the teaching that there's no speaking in tongue. There's no healing today. Somebody in the Chinese group in our church sent me an email that a lot of Chinese Christians learn from one Bible school in the world. And that Bible school say, no more speaking in tongue, no more miracles, no more gift of the Holy Spirit. So all these Chinese pastors teach their church that way. No more gift of the Holy Spirit. Actually, the gift of the Holy Spirit is still around. There are still prophets, evangelists, teachers, pastors still around in the earth. Not done yet. Amen? So, we need to really let the Holy Spirit reveal to us and teach us the deep things of God. We have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. We need Him to teach us, show us, reveal to us, give us light and understanding of ourselves, of the ministry, of how to deal with situation in life, how to help people, how to help our boss, our employees, everything he can show us the deep things from God. Not only the Bible, anything in life. He is your best teacher and leader and guide. He is the best friend. He is all-knowing God. Amen? Everywhere you go, when you wake up in the morning, and before you leave your house to go to work, you should say like this, Holy Spirit, welcome you. Come with me, Lord. When you walk into your office, Holy Spirit, come with me. When you finish your work, you get out of your office, you're going to go home. Holy Spirit, go home with me. Guide me in my driving today to go back home. Show me what to do. 
all the time you communion or you commune or you fellowship with the Holy Spirit all the time. Can we learn that kind of lifestyle? Can we live that way? Are you serious? I believe that the Lord Jesus Christ, while He was on earth for 30 plus years, every single thing He did, every single word He spoke, every single place He went, all led by the Spirit of God 100%. We have a prophet friend who came to our church a few times, and he mentioned to me that this is what he believed, that why Jesus was walking on earth. Jesus have two visions. One vision on his eye, he see the world. Another half of the vision, he see heaven. And the Father showed him to the Spirit what he need to do, what he need to say, where he has to go 24-7. We cannot do like that, like Jesus yet, but we should set the goal that we're going to be led and we're going to be helped by the Holy Spirit 24-7. Why should we welcome the Holy Spirit? Why should we become friends with the Holy Spirit? Because when we welcome Him, surrender to Him, wonderful things will happen. Miracles shall happen. How many people want miracle? Right now, we need a big miracle. That virus cannot touch us. Amen? Great things will happen when the Holy Spirit begins to move and work in our life. But we need to treat Him as a person. When He begins to move in our life, either in us or through us, we can experience His power. We can experience victory. Holy Spirit never been defeated. Victory, we shall experience the favor of God, the grace of God. Amen? We can experience His wisdom, supernatural breakthroughs. We can experience the light of God, anointing. We can experience heaven and blessing. All these things can be made manifest when the Holy Spirit moves in our life and we have faith and hook up to Him and let Him have freedom to work in our life all the time. I hope I'm convincing you today in this teaching. The importance of knowing the Holy Spirit, of walking with the Holy Spirit. When He manifests, he will give us wisdom what to say. Sometimes I'm so amazed how Pastor Da answer people's question. Sometimes people call from foreign country for counseling of the church and I'm listening to her. Wow! Her answer is the wisdom from God. And I know that the Holy Spirit was working through her to give that answer because it's so awesome, the answer. Is by the Holy Spirit. Amen? I was so blessed to marry her. She's a wonderful, spirit-filled woman. Amen? Hallelujah. And not only that, the Holy Spirit can train us and teach us how to use the weapon of the spiritual warfare, how to put on the armor of God, how to do the ministry. 
He's the best teacher and trainer of all time. He's the best neurosurgeon. He can teach me and train me what to do. In fact, a lot of surgical techniques that I use now, that most of my patients are doing so well, I'm sorry, doing so well, come from the teaching of the Holy Spirit. I did not learn from University of Washington. When I perform surgery, he said, do this, do this. And I use those techniques that I learned from the Holy Spirit. He's the best neurosurgeon. Amen. And when we know the Holy Spirit, the Father will become so real to us. We'll get to know the Father more. And the Lord Jesus Christ will become so real to us. We need to fellowship with him. John chapter 16, verse 14. How many people want to know Jesus, our Savior? Who can help us to know Jesus more? He, mean Holy Spirit, will bring glory to me, me mean Jesus, by taking from what is mine and make it known to you. The Holy Spirit will lead us to know the Lord Jesus and what the Lord Jesus wants to show us and tell us what to do. We need to surrender to the Holy Spirit. We need to get to know the Holy Spirit, who He is. Build relationship with Him. Deeper fellowship. Have faith in Him. Yield to Him. And not only that, we need to express our love toward Him and respect toward Him. Reverence, fear toward Him. Is He God? If He is God, we need to love Him. Because one of the commands of God is love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And how you show love to God? You obey God. Is that right? That's what Jesus said in the book of John. How can we know a person loves God? He obeys God. And how can we obey God? Two ways. Learning the Bible and obey what the Word of God say. If you obey what the Word of God say, you love God. Don't lie to me that you love God if you don't tithe. You lie. When people say to me, I love God so much, but I don't want to tithe. You don't love God. I'm serious. Because the Bible says tithe. If you love God, you do what He say. I want to be a Christian who obey everything in the Bible. Whatever the Bible say, I will obey. But another way you can obey God is by obeying the, we call Rema, the voice of the Holy Spirit. God spoke to us two ways. The word, Logos, and the voice of the Holy Spirit, Rema. So if we want to show love to God, we need to know not only the Bible, but we need to know the Holy Spirit. And we need to learn how to listen to the Holy Spirit and yield and surrender to the Holy Spirit with a humble heart, brokenness of our heart. God, I don't know everything. I don't want to be stubborn. I can make mistake. God, show me, tell me what to do. Maybe what to tell me. I don't understand, but that's okay. When God spoke to Abraham to go to the mountain to sacrifice Isaac, he did not argue. He obeyed the Lord's command by the Holy Spirit right away. Did Abraham love God? Yes. He was willing to sacrifice his son. More than tithing. <laughs> tithing is nothing. 10% of your income is nothing. 
He was willing to give his son life. He loved God so much. He obeyed the voice of the Holy Spirit. So if you love God, you need to really surrender to the Lord by giving your life to Him, giving your plan, your dream, everything in your life to Him, and say, God, I'm gonna obey you everything you tell me. My plan. I will cancel if you tell me another plan. I may want to do this, but God said no. I will yield to you and do this way. I'm going to listen to the Holy Spirit. Unfortunately, most Christians don't live that way. Most Christians go by the, what they want. This is my plan. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. They never even listen to the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage all of you: love God with all your heart, obey the Bible, have relationship with the Holy Spirit, yield to the Holy Spirit, surrender to Him, and do what He says. I tell you the truth: if I can choose my own way right now, I will move my whole family to Hawaii. Seriously. I don't like cold weather. I don't like this cloudy atmosphere. I like sunshine, ocean, and tropical. But the Lord say, "No, you stay in Seattle." Thank you, <laughs> It's not my will, but Thy will be done. Even though it's cloudy, raining, cold, Pastor Dan know very well. I don't like cold weather. I always walk like this in the house. I try to check up the temperature in my house, 72, and she check it down to 67. <laughs> and every time I walk into the operating room, I walk to the thermometer right away. Click, 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 72. After a while, all the nurse come, 65. These people grow up in Midwest. I grow up in Thailand. I want hot weather in my operating room. But your will be done. If you tell me to go anywhere, I will go. You tell me to say anything, I will say. I will not fear man. I will follow God. I will not follow my flesh, my feeling, my own plan. I surrender. My thoughts, my emotion, my will, my plan, everything to Him. Teach me, Lord. Show me what to do. I want to follow You because I loved You. John fourteen twenty six. I'm almost done. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things, and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Everyone say teach. Everyone say all things. Can he teach you about yourself? Can he teach you the Bible? Can he teach you how to serve God? Can he teach you how to do your work? How to be a businessman? How to manage money? Can he teach you how to drive well? He can teach you all things. He's a good teacher. He can teach you how to pray. When you pray, who should you hook up to? The Holy Spirit. 
Anytime I pray, I never pray by myself. I'm serious. I'm not lying. Every time I start to pray, I listen to the Holy Spirit and ask Him to guide me to pray according to His will, whether in English or in tongues or in Thai or in Mandarin. Oh, I cannot speak Mandarin. In whatever language, I was pray by the leading of the Holy Spirit, and when He leads me, anything I do will become stronger, clearer, richer, and more powerful, because He's a source of power. He's a source of life and everything. I need the Holy Spirit all the time. Last thing I want to say: When you have a guest come to your house. You open the door. Hi, how are you? You have two choices. When the guest stand in front of your door, you either shut the door and say, "Don't come in," or you open the door and you say, "Come in." And the guests walk in. If they walk into my room, they, uh, in my house, they have to take off their shoes. Asian house, no shoes in the house. They take off their shoes. Normally, when somebody come into my house the first time, I will look at their feet to give them signal. Take it off. Take them off. Because some people don't know that I don't want shoes in my house, so they take off their shoes and then they stand and wait for me to lead them to sit which room. If I lead them into the kitchen area, that breakfast dining room, they will come and sit there according to what I say. Is that right? After that, they sit there and wait for me to bring water and talk. The guests. Would follow what the owner of the house guides. The same thing with the Holy Spirit. He is a gentle man. It's up to us whether we're going to open the door for him to come in, to work with us. It's up to us whether we're going to open his door, our door, to let him involve with our money, get involved with our ministry, with our marriage life, with our Bible study, with our cooking. How much soy sauce you gonna put in? With our writing letter, answering the phone, any room in our life, he will not step in until you welcome him and say, "Please get involved." He is not pushing his way into our life. He's a gentle man. We need to say, "Welcome, please." Get involved. Please come into this room. Please come into this room. Please get involved with this. Please get involved with that. We need to ask him and let him get involved and help. He is a counselor. He is our helper. We need to allow him to come in and work in us and through us. He is the closest companion and friend and helper. He is the mighty helper and counselor. Wise counselor of our life, and we need to appreciate His work in us. We need to say thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me. We need to understand who He is, get to know Him, understand about Him, surrender to Him, welcome Him, ask Him to get involved, walk with Him all the time, and then. We will experience supernatural things, supernatural breakthroughs, supernatural victory, supernatural healings, deliverance, supernatural guidance to be at the right place at the right time, meet the right people at the right 
place, saying the right thing, making the right investment, doing the right thing all the time by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do you learn something tonight? Am I convincing you that we need the Holy Spirit? You think you need to grow more? You think you need to grow more in knowing Him? In fellowshipping with Him? In working with Him? In allowing Him to work in you? Should we grow more? We do it by faith. My job is to educate you. Now it's your responsibility. You're going to do it or not. All day long. Every single day. It's up to your choice. But for me, I'm going to follow the Holy Spirit all the time. I love the Holy Spirit. He is my God. He is my intimate best friend. He is my mighty counselor. He's my constant companion. He's my healer. He's my promise keeper. My blessing giver. He is my power giver. I depend on him all the time in every situation in life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Why do we have revival service like this? Not only that, I will educate you about the move of the Holy Spirit. You notice that the teaching in a revival service is different from Sunday morning. I emphasize more walking with the Spirit. Learn how to move in the fire. Learn how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because it's hard to teach like this on Sunday morning. Why we have revival service? So that we can focus on the touch of God and the move of God. And not only that, we can learn and practice surrendering to the Holy Spirit. If you learn how to surrender here, you can surrender anywhere in the world. But if you resist Him here, you say, I don't want Holy Spirit. I don't care. And you walk out. You think you're going to surrender to the Holy Spirit at the bus stop? No. You learn how to surrender here. If God makes you fall, you fall. You don't fight. If God makes you cry, you cry. If God casts demon out of you, you start to have reaction, let them go. You don't fight. It's your choice. Again, I say, he's a gentle man. He will not force his way in. It's really up to you. Whether you're going to surrender and let him come into your life and work in you. For me, I want him. The reason because I don't know everything. The reason I want him because I'm weak. I need him. And not only that, I want heaven on earth. I want more of the Holy Spirit in me so that I can be blessed I, I can be the blessing to the nations around me. Actually, lately, I don't think about having blessing anymore. It's been proven for many years that God blessed me. Now, what I ask God more and more every day to give me more anointing is to be able to help and bless other people. I'm very mad at sickness when I see people have sick, incurable sickness. I so, feel so compassionate and merciful on those people. I cry now to God, God, give me the power to heal the sick. 
It's not about me anymore. It's about helping people. And I know the answer to their life is not me. It's the power of the Holy Spirit that can work through me. We need Him more to help our kids, to give them words of wisdom, give counseling to our friend. We need the Holy Spirit, not only for self, but for other people. Is it clear? Amen. How many people are hungry? How many people are going to yield tonight? You're going to surrender. You're going to draw. The Bible say, when you're thirsty, what do you do when you're thirsty? You drink. You pull out a straw. Who say that? <laughs> And then you, what do you do? You draw. You drink. You need to have that attitude. God cannot force you. You need to be hungry and thirsty yourself. I cannot be thirsty for you. You thirsty yourself for Him, yourself. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord, Father. Thank you so much for teaching us to know and understand your Holy Spirit better today. To build our faith. To have the hunger and thirst for the living water from heaven, Lord. Train us, teach us, Lord, how to walk with the Holy Spirit. How to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. To obey, to submit, to honor, to respect, to follow the teaching. The guidance, the leadings, the manifestation of your Spirit, Lord. We want to grow in this area in our life, Father. Thank you, Lord. Tonight, pour your Holy Spirit on people and touch them, Lord. Those who are hungry and thirsty for the things of God, Father. Thank you, Lord. Feel them. Touch them tonight, Father. Thank you, Lord. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the whole teaching. The Bible says that those who obey the voice of the Lord their God and keep His commandments shall be blessed, shall be the head, not the tail. And I believe that you are that person. Who will obey and do what God say? I will see you in the next teaching, and may the Lord pour out His grace upon you. The Heavenly Father loves you so much. He wants to bless you, anoint you, and use you to be the blessing to the nations. May He put His hand upon you and give you so much grace, so much strength, joy, and wisdom. May the fire of God come and burn on the inside of you and use you to touch many lives in the world. May heaven be open over you and pour the good 
goodness of God, the blessing of the Lord into your life. May God use you to carry the fire to other people. Set the captive free, heal the sick, preach the gospel, and make disciples. Build His kingdom. May the grace of God work in your life, and you become fruitful, and you will have many rewards in heaven. May the Lord get the glory. Through 